0: following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays
1: on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by the Best Burger Campaign at your local McDonald's of Michigan. You can celebrate McDonald's making some small changes to its burger lineup that will have a huge impact on flavor. They're too juicy and tasty to resist. So stop by and try one of the best burgers in Michigan at your local McDonald's. Fridays on the Huge Show are presented by McDonald's
0: Six eight three eight four eight four three. Now the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up,
1: Michigan? It is time for our number two on a Football Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Breaking news uh, within the last thirty minutes from Tom Pelissero at the NFL Network. JMO. Williams has had his six-game suspension reduced to four. That means he's eligible to return to the field in the Carolina game for your Detroit Lions. One week from Sunday, NFL strengthening their policy on betting on NFL games, but stepping back on punishment for not betting on NFL games, but still betting on NFL property. Plus, j is going to... Get an extra two games of pay. What will be his impact? We talked to Lomas Brown earlier. If you miss that, that will be up on our podcast later. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Also today, I've been following uh, the Ryder Cup. And with the start in Italy at 1.30 this morning, uh, the time difference Uh, Creates a lag in conversation, unless you're watching it live and waking up early. And Mark Wilson is a PGA Rules official. He does call West Michigan home. He has worked 11 Ryder Cups. And since this is Ryder Cup number 44, that means he has worked a quarter, a quarter of the total that have been played. And, man, it's not looking good, Mark, uh, for Team USA. Europe just looks too strong.
2: Well, happy Friday to you, Bill. And uh, you're right. Europe got off to a fantastic start this morning, swept the foursomes, the alternate shot format. And uh, obviously there was a little bit of a chance this afternoon that maybe the U.S. team could come back. But uh, they only scored a point and a half. And so here we stand at six and a half to one and a half. Really, if you look at the math, if Europe had a sweep, Tomorrow, of all the matches, they'd have the 14 and a half points that they needed to win the to, to win the Ryder cup. so if that would happen, would they even play on sunday? yes uh, there's a there's an element to the captain's agreement that this is mathematically uh, we're talking about math bill, and it's certainly possible, but I don't see it happening, and we'll talk about that in a moment. but there's uh, in the captain's agreement, it does say and normally this might happen later on Sunday, that when the Ryder Cup result is final, that all the remaining matches will be played to a conclusion. So they end up with all the matches being played to a conclusion and essentially the full 28 points played for and all of the TV coverage and so forth you know, taken care of.
1: Why the struggles uh, today for Team USA against Europe?
2: Well, I would start by saying, and we've talked about this, this goes way back to the days of Paul Casey and, and Graham McDowell and Lee Westwood. I've worked uh, uh, the PGA European Tours Championship over at Wentworth. And a long time ago, I'd come back and I'd say, you know, you should see some of these players. And there are some of these players that we don't see and we don't know very well. It's not as much the case anymore. We certainly are familiar with McElroy and Rom and others, but there is this element still that we're not familiar with that plays the DP World Tour on a regular basis like a Robert McIntyre or like some of the younger players, and they're better than we realize. So I would say that's the first element, and that's been the case for a long time. You know, people would always say, well, why did Europe win? And I'd say, well, there's just some of these players we don't see play that often, but they are really good. The second element to this that I would say is this is, as you and I have discussed, a tremendously strong European field. Think about how well many of them finished in the Tour Championship at Atlanta. Rory McElroy, you know, tied for fourth. John Robb tied for 18th. Victor Hoblin, the winner. Fleetwood tied for sixth. Fitzpatrick tied for ninth. Sepp Strzokka tied for 14th. So they came in strong. You know, another factor that I think that has been discussed, I call this a little bit of the college bowl game syndrome, and that's this. The PGA Tour players have essentially had five weeks off. And, you know, the bowl season is kind of that way. The football season ends It's late November or early December, and a lot of teams have a month for their bowl game. Well, for some of the teams, the time off and just the practice is great. They come to their bowl game, and they play great. And for other teams, the time off and the rest and the practice isn't enough, and they come out, and they're not game sharp. And so I think there's some of this element involved. We all know that the European team had two big DP World Tour events, after the tour championship and that included the irish open that some of the players played in and all of the Ryder cup players for europe played in the bmw pga championship at wentworth uh, the following week the other thing that the players have struggled with from the united states when they travel over here is putting and green speeds and it's just a fact that those green setups on the DP World Tour are slower than the U.S. PGA Tour, mostly for weather-related reasons. They play in windier conditions. Those courses in the U.K. and Ireland and in Northern Europe, and even in the Middle East, it's windy, and the green speeds are slower. And so I guarantee you that those players that played in the Irish Open and that also played in the BMW PGA – and now are playing in Italy this week, are playing on greens that every week have been the same speed, where the tour players who, again, haven't played for five weeks from the PGA Tour, most of them, uh, have got those faster green speeds, and it's always an adjustment, and we always see this putting as a, as a problem uh, in, in an away Ryder Cup for U.S. teams.
1: U.S. down six and a half to one and a half going into day two. Mark Wilson, PGA rules official based in West Michigan, has officiated 11 uh, Ryder Cups. Mark, we'll talk Monday. We'll look back and see if there's a miracle comeback by the Americans.
2: Well, we certainly have seen miracle comebacks, and this would be the miracle of miracles given uh, the margin that they're down. But it's certainly possible. This U.S. team is good. And I think, you know, if they shake it off after today, they, they might be able to turn this around. There's still time.
1: Thank you, Mark. We'll talk
2: Monday. My pleasure, Bill. Have a good weekend.
1: All right, PGA Rules official and a gentleman who has worked 11 Ryder Cups, Mark Wilson out of Grand Rapids, also part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program, joining us on the Roast Umber Guest Line. It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview on the HUGE show across Michigan. Each and every week we talk with Dr. Bill Pink, the president at Ferris State University, about good things that are happening in Big Rapids, on campus at Ferris State, and across our state in connection to Moving Ferris Forward. And Dr. Pink is back for another edition. How you doing, my man? I am good. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. I know you're busy. Uh, a homecoming weekend at the college level, a lot different than a homecoming at a local high school. I know the football game is front and center with the top-ranked Ferris State Bulldogs taking on Northern Michigan on Saturday at Top Taggart Field in Big Rapids. But for you, as a Ferris president, as a campus alive with homecoming, with so many people coming back and alums, what is homecoming weekend like for dr ping
3: i will tell you as i'm talking to you right now i came outside to uh to kind of uh on my way to a uh, couple of places i jumped in my vehicle and part of homecoming is what i'm looking at right now i am already seeing some of our alumni from decades ago already walking around campus what happens here is that it brings a lot of our alumni back um we will have classes here uh, tonight. We have what we call Fall Reunion, where uh, I will be recognizing our distinguished graduates, uh, also who we call our Pacesetter Award winners who are some of our younger, most recent graduates who are rocking it uh, in different places across the state, across the country. And then tonight, also, we'll be honoring the Class of 73. And so. We've got all kinds of activities on campus. My, um, I just tell you, brother, my calendar is loaded from this afternoon all the way through Sunday afternoon with all kinds of fun homecoming uh, activities. And can't forget, as you mentioned, can't forget uh, our number one, top-ranked football team tomorrow going up against Northern, uh, and all the excitement that brings.
1: Also, a parade there in Big Rapids at 10:30 a.m. coming up tomorrow. Expecting a huge crowd. Uh, for the university's 97th homecoming, top-tagged field. Go to Ferris State Bulldogs, Google that if you want uh, tickets. Also, uh, there's a lot happening uh, off the football field, and I know we've talked about the eSports program, which is really helping move Ferris forward. Now the eSports team at Ferris State have been nominated for three national awards.
3: Uh, it is so cool to to Bill. Um, yeah, you know, we were you and I were talking about it as you mentioned. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, and now here we are, having opened up the brand new thirty plus million dollar uh, facility of the uh, Center for Virtual Learning, which houses uh, the first of its kind esports arena in that building. Aside from also having our cybersecurity, our uh, artificial intelligence, our uh, digital media programs, our School of Education. We have all kinds of things in that building, but you talk about that eSports arena and, and, a, and a program that uh, already has three national awards uh, that we're up for, aside from just being an uh, institution of the year. Or have a couple of folks who are in the department who are up for national recognition, individual recognition. It just speaks to uh, the level and quality that uh, that we have with uh, those uh, those guys who are up for those awards, but it speaks to the level of uh, quality that's happening in that building as a whole, because that esports uh, program is uh, is bursting already in terms of interest. I was in Grand Rapids last week at an event uh, where uh, our esports uh, students and our faculty were um, uh, there in downtown Grand Rapids, putting on um, and hosting uh, and helping host. Uh, an esports competition. They had several other colleges and universities there as well as some high school teams that were competing. And uh, I just got an email on that today saying, My goodness, Ferris State, you guys rocked it out. So that is an awesome opportunity for us and will should bring many, many more students to this campus who have interest in esports.
4: By
1: the way, the Ferris esports program, nominated for those three national awards by the Scholars at Collegiate Gaming. Symposium Ferris State is up for institution of the year in eSports. Jono Eaton is up for program director of the year and Kyle Wilkowski is up for Collegiate student Leader of the year. you can find out more about their eSports program at ferris.edu and I know the last time we talked with Art Prize, Winding down here in the West Michigan area in downtown Grand Rapids, two Kendall College of Art and Design alumni are in the top twenty finalist, actually top twenty five finalist uh, for art prize here in Grand Rapids. So that's another great connection with Ferris and the Kendall College of Art and Design.
3: Well, and as you've said there, Bill, with Kendall and what and the work they're doing now, Kendall College of Art and Design at Ferris State University being. One of the three major um, hosts to Art Prize this is the first year that's happened uh, with Kendall and, uh, and Fair State being that close to the uh, to Art Prize, and so now with uh, as we approach the end of this iteration of Art Prize, and now as we're getting close to selection of the winners of this international art competition. It is so cool that some of our uh, some of our Kendall College of Art Design folks are involved in that. One, uh, a little bit sad, but uh, in in terms of the uh, the individuals that are right there in the top 25 and right there vying for uh, that uh, nice nice little healthy cash prize, um, that is exciting for us and um, and really big kudos to our folks at Kendall College Art and Design, uh, President McCracken, and uh, who was a, is a rock star there, serves as a president of Kendall and a vice president here at Fair State on my team. Uh, she and her faculty and staff are indeed to be commended, not only for uh, having students who are finishing at this level as far as an international competition is concerned, but also finishing up this first year of uh, Kendall being... That close in uh, in hosting, and uh, that much of a of a partner in hosting an amazing uh, art prize in uh, downtown Grand Rapids.
1: By the way, Kendall College of Art and Design alumni, the two names uh, that are two of the top twenty-five finalists for that one hundred twenty-five thousand dollar public vote prize: Bryce Culverhouse and Christopher Shields. Uh, but it's bittersweet uh, for. Uh, Ferris State and Kendall College of Art and Design, as Bryce passed away earlier this month. So it is about the people. It is about yep. what's important. And you can find out more uh, about everything. We're talking about how Dr. Pink and all the leaders at Ferris State University and in Big Rapids at the Kendall College of Art and Design across at all their satellite uh, locations. Go to ferris.edu. That is Ferris.edu. He has nothing on the plate this weekend with homecoming.
3: <laughs> <affairs>. <laughs> you gotta look at this plate, brother. I, I don't think you get, the problem is we don't know what's on the plate because you can't see the plate. Can't see so the plate. You on. won't see that.
1: You won't <laughs> see that plate until Sunday
3: night. That's right, and hopefully, I I told my wife, I said, you know, after we get all that stuff done, Sunday. Uh, Aside from as soon as it's over, Bill, I have a little family reunion on my wife's side to attend over here uh, a few miles away from campus. And once I get that family reunion done, I'm done, brother. I'm done.
1: Time time to (laughs) shut it down for at least 24, (laughs) if not 48. Uh, Dr. Bill Pink, you can feel his energy, uh, his commitment, his excitement uh, to Ferris State University, to their alums, homecoming weekend and beyond. Like I said, if you want to find out about Uh, Ferris State's top-ranked D2, two-time defending national football team. Uh, You can go to ferris.edu. You see the athletics link, their eSports program, nationally recognized, ferris.edu. Or if you're looking for a two-year degree, four-year degree, so many options that other colleges uh, don't bring to the table here in Michigan, go to ferris.edu. Dr. Pink, my man, enjoy homecoming weekend.
3: It's your brother. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Dr. Pink, checking in on another edition of Moving Ferris Forward. As I always mention, find out how you can move your life forward or maybe your children's lives forward at ferris.edu.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge.
2: Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meijer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meijer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meijer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meijer app to sign up or see Meijer.com to learn more.
1: That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to Beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to Beangarter.com, that's beenegart rcom and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting. Reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All Pro wide receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle. Anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game.
3: Sign up
2: now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play.
1: We are back on the HUGE Show across Michigan, a football Friday in progress. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, each and every Friday, Josh Garvey, who is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, at the end of the year, one of America's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. They put up 1500 bucks every week in the BEAT HUGE contest. If you're better than me at picking pro football games, you could win that 1500 bucks. all you have to do is get your picks in every Sunday or by Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. The Thursday night game is always a freebie, and it was a good one last night uh, with the Lions, Josh. At the first half outside of golf's first drive pick it was about as good as I've ever seen the Lions play. It was on the road. It was prime time again. They had a little hiccup. As I mentioned earlier, they came out a little conservative, slow, uh, maybe just trying to get out of there with a W, and then they ramped it back up and got it done. And, you know, it's surreal to watch right now how good uh, the Lions are playing football and listening to the national shows coming in and how they're talking about Dan Campbell and golf and all their weapons. We are in uncharted territory because. Yes, there's been national conversations about Calvin and Barry, and rightfully so. But there has never been a discussion about a Lions head coach being one of the best ones in the business. There's never been a culture discussion uh, like we're having now that goes beyond the state of Michigan and coast to coast. It really it is something cool to experience for us
4: lifelong Lions fans. Boy, it sure is. It's fun, isn't it? It's it is. just a lot of fun and all of us have been passionate about the Lions for since we were kids, right? And to see that is just, uh, like you said, it's it's just an unprecedented time and just exciting, just excitement. And they dominated that game in that first half. To see the fans, everybody was so quiet, and what an amazing, amazing game! So just the push they had without
1: blitzing, how how Jordan Love looked worried and rattled, and this is play. in Lambeau, which is one of the toughest places to play. And they had just done that to end the season, and we weren't sure, and the Lions weren't playing for anything, and they kept Rodgers and the Packers out of the playoffs. But what they've done at Arrowhead to kick off the season in prime time, what they did last night, again, I keep going back to the phrase, unchartered territory when it comes to the Lions.
4: Without a question, last month then, we've won at Arrowhead and Lambeau. How many teams can do that in the National Football League? I, I think there's very few.
1: Uh-huh. When you went on that's, the road, that's, you know, championships are won on the road. Yeah. At any level high school, college, pro, uh, I'm talking football. It, it, they are won on what you do on the road. Absolutely. Oh, go ask Michigan last year at Ohio State, right? Absolutely. Go ask them the year before at Penn State, right? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's just fantastic. They get a break now. Now, Now, I do look at the break, and I heard the soundbite from Campbell. Hey, you guys enjoy your downtime. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Last time they had a 10-day break, they came out horrible.
4: They did. Against Seattle. They did. Thankfully, that bounce back game after the break is Carolina at home. Well, we need right? Bryce so,
1: Young healthy because uh, right. I want him. I want him playing. I don't want Andy Dalton. I want Bryce Young, and I he is going to be back this weekend. And right. the Lions don't play the Panthers until a week from Sunday. Right. I, I want Bryce. I want this to be a learning year. Right. I let the line. Now Andy Dalton is still a good quarterback.
4: Yeah, he looked pretty good last week, right? I mean, we all commented on that yesterday. He looked great. Uh, so. Yeah, hopefully they don't take too much downtime. We need them to come back ready with that same fire we saw last night. So. Amen. Yeah. And, and hopefully they've learned maybe uh, between that, you know,
1: 10 days in between the Chiefs game and the Seahawks game at home, and now 10 days between that beautiful win. And how about the Lions Nation chanting, Let's go, Lions? And you got the Amazon Prime doing their studio show. I even saw an interview with Golf. I think it was NFL Network, and they're just chanting. And even Golf turned around and said, "Look at this! I, the, you you don't get that. You know, Cowboy fans used to pack stadiums and travel everywhere, but they they it it was a Lambo takeover. Not only after the game because they won." But before the game, the sea of Honolulu blew.
4: It was everywhere. There was blue everywhere. I mean, Jared Goff even did a Lambo jump, right? He jumped up in the stands. Oh, the, and, and I mean, it was blue everywhere. Yeah, St.
1: Brown jumped up, and then the Packers fan poured a beer on him. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and then, oh. and then did you see the other video that's out there that – St. Brown is running off after the game, and there's a Packers fan leaning over, flipping him off. That's unfortunate. No, no. Listen, he walks up to the guy flipping him off, and blows him a kiss. (laughs) And and the crowd just when you know when St. Brown and Golf are going off, the thunderous roar. This is at Green Bay. It's not at Ford Field. Right. It's fantastic. So what a uh, fun time!
4: Well, what, what impressed you the most about the team last night in that win? I think what impressed me the most was Montgomery. He's not a hundred percent, and this guy comes TDs, out yeah. and he comes out and has a hat trick and just looked like a beast. Uh, Decker back was nice to see. I, he's not a hundred percent either. And he, he thanked still, the fans on Twitter. He did thank and, the the fans on the road. He did. He did because they felt the noise. Uh, what impressed me the most was that pressure again. They really got after Jordan Love. They put the pressure on. Um, I think our guys just came out and just said, "We're going to win this game." We did it last year. They had the all-white jerseys on, just like last year, and they were just ready. So Montgomery impressed me the most. He, he just, like I said, he played injured and just pushed through that. I, I love it. I just love it as a Lions fan. Uh,
1: everything. There's not a. There's not a negative. Like w- once in a while, they'll drift back, and they did it for a-, a lot on defense, that conservative side against Seattle, but they got it going. They're playing with urgency. They're hungry. And like Campbell said afterwards, hey, uh, we're three and one, quarter of the way there, sky's the limit. He's telling them. He's telling them they can go win the Super Bowl. Right. He is, without saying it, he is telling, because the sky, the limit is a Super Bowl. Man. I love it. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder Bean Garter in studio with us every Thursday. We have Lomas Brown taking us inside the Lions game. Josh joins me for that, either in studio or on the phone on Fridays uh, with my college football picks. Last week, uh, I was right on Wisconsin, pushed on Michigan Rutgers, Florida State. Clemson blew that when they uh, missed their field goal. Uh Uh, to win it. And Florida State covered the minus two in overtime. Uh, Oklahoma covered. Uh, Syracuse uh, covered. Uh, Western Michigan, I think, covered by a half a point. And it, it looked close. like they were going to win the game. It was close. And they they fell apart late. Uh, Colorado did not cover getting the 21 they against did Oregon. Not. That well, was not prime time.
4: That was not prime time.
1: That no. was toilet time. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, Maryland minus a 7.5 against MSU covered, right? It did. Uh, Utah minus a 5.5 against UCLA. Uh, I think that covered in the end. Uh, Oklahoma State didn't cover against Iowa State. Uh, Central did cover against South Alabama, I did tell they you, did. and they won the game. They did. And they were getting 16 points. They did. They, they won the football game. They did. Uh, Arkansas against LSU covered. Uh, ND, they, I, I think with oh, with Ohio State scoring, I think ND covered. I want to
4: say we, Notre Dame covered. Yeah, Ohio N- State N- won.
1: Yeah, Ohio State yep. won, ND covered. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. And then Penn State uh did cover. I took that minus 14 and a half. They blew out.
4: They blew them out. Uh,
1: Iowa. So, yeah, that was a pretty, uh, pretty good week uh, for me on the pick. So, very good week. Yeah. that a uh, very good pick. 10 and 4. Yeah, 10 and 4. Superfly tells me on the pick. So that would make me on the season, uh, picking college games against a spread, uh, that would make me 24 and 20, which means you still win him. All right, you ready for my picks? Uh, Superfly, I'm to write them down. You usually don't get them right, but we'll go with it and hope uh, you get it right, I'm sure. Josh did bring me in a, a bean guard, or probably because they're going to Doran Mayhew. Yeah, no. probably a bean guard. It's probably left over in the closet that they're because uh, he heard me complain Uh and Because you got everything yesterday. He, uh, were those golf shoes you got them or regular shoes? Those are regular dress shoes. See, they are. They are regular dress shoes. I yeah. told you, Superfly, those are that they were golf shoes. Nice dress shoes. No, nice oh, dress okay, shoes. Okay, well, well, can we just limit maybe the checklist of what you got them?
4: <laughs> and, and thanks. We don't have time on air yeah, yeah, to thank, do that. Thanks for the
1: who the Mayhew uh, extra small. Uh, is, that, is that even a female? Is that a female shirt? But it's a thought that counts. It is. And that will sit there forever. It is. All right, ready? Ready? Here we go with Mike. Extra small purple. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, extra small. (laughs) I hope it fits one of my feet. All right. Uh, College football picks against the spread uh, this week. Uh, We will start. (laughs) Oh, my God, Josh. This is hilarious. Uh, I'm going to begin with USC and Colorado. So, Caleb Williams, now here goes prime. You want the prime cut of your schedule uh, they're giving Colorado twenty-one and a half, and I'm going to take USC. I got can't. Colorado plays no defense. Even when they beat TCU, they don't play any defense. I'm taking USC minus twenty-one and a half. I'm right there with you with that. Uh, Penn State minus twenty-seven against Northwestern. Now Northwestern storm back against Minnesota. I like Northwestern plus the twenty-seven. That's a lot of points. I, I really do. I, 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 I think Penn State will win. Don't get me wrong, but I I like Northwestern plus the twenty-seven. Me too. Uh, Florida-Kentucky will be a good game this weekend in the SEC. Florida getting a point and a half. Kentucky minus one and a half. I'm going to take Kentucky at home to win that game. I like Kentucky too. And minus one and a half. A bounce back game for Clemson after that crushing loss. I mentioned the Florida State on the road at Syracuse. Syracuse getting seven. I like Syracuse getting seven. They're pretty feisty teams. Syracuse is tough. Seven points. I, I like it. Uh, Texas A&M giving six to Arkansas. I like Texas A&M in this one. That, that's a tough pick. You could tell by my pause, but I'll I'll take Texas A&M minus the six. I agree. Uh, Eastern and Central. Central's getting eight after how well they played and just covered the sixteen and beat South Alabama outright. I think they can win that game. Yeah, so do I. I, I like Central plus the eight points against Eastern, even though I like Chris Creighton, he would be the perfect coach. You know, McIlwain, what the job he does, and he's coached at Florida, another guy at CMU that would be the perfect coach for MSU, but they're not going to be big enough for the MSU fan base. Right, right. Who has declared me a small-time broadcaster now. <laughs> Congratulations. But, but yeah, they don't want to look at my resume. Trust me, there, there aren't too many <laughs> tweets that get to me, but I kind of had to put a few people in their place, which I don't mind. Uh, Michigan... Minus 17 and a half at Nebraska. Mm. Their defense is good enough to shut them out. I'm going to ride with Michigan because I think Nebraska will have a tough time getting past 10, 13 points. I could see Michigan winning this game 38, 13, 38, 14, something like that. I'll go with Michigan minus a 17 and a half. I agree with you. I think they win, but it's 31-10. Or their defense could shut them out. Their their, their defense is that good. Yeah, Rutgers had the big play early, but they didn't get squat after that. They didn't. And that's that's the strength of the Michigan team. I I am concerned, but they played four teams. Everybody expected them to win, and they expect them to beat. Nebraska, I would like to see the offensive line dominate more and get some big rushing yardage out there for Michigan. I think I want to see that. Me too. Uh, Illinois-Purdue. Illinois plus one, God, this is a dog game in the Big Ten. I'll go with
4: Purdue. That's the, a tough one. For it's, the sake of just taking them. Like you said, that's a toilet bowl game, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just a it's, uh, it's a game I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, Ball State Western, Western minus 15. I, I feel that's too much to give a, a Mac school. I, I, I could see Western winning by 10. I, I'm not saying they're going to lose, but – I'll take Western. No, I'll take Ball State plus a 15. I agree. Too many points. Yeah, a ton of points there. Uh, I want to get to Michigan State uh, and Iowa in a moment, but first, LSU and Old Miss. Mm. LSU minus two and a half. Hmm.
4: Add Old Miss. I'm going to go LSU. You know, I kind of like Old Miss in that one. That's a, that's a really tough game, but I just, I, LSU is, they're not playing well.
1: Um, Uh, Notre Dame, here's a game I love. Notre Dame minus five and a half against Duke. That's going to be a good football game. But also the the, the emotional letdown. Right.
4: right? Yeah, you come off from that.
1: I'm still going to go with Notre Dame. I like their defense. I think they'll cover the five and a half. I do too. At Duke. I do too. And we'll wrap up our conversation and picks Michigan State plus ten and a half at Iowa, I think Iowa shuts them out. I think Iowa wins that twenty-seven game. nothing, something like that. Yeah, absolutely, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm Night game, uh, Kinnick Stadium, Iowa City. That would be crazy. Now, you don't get paid to beat my pro football picks. We provide that as a service, and we thank uh, Josh and his team and what they do at Bean Garter, soon to be Doran Mayhew. They're based in Grand Rapids. Their uh, world headquarters in Troy. Uh, You can win $1,500 if you're better than me at picking the pro football games against the spread. You can enter every week until Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Get your picks in every week. You can play. If you haven't played, don't worry about it. You can play right through the big game in February. And that $1,500 from Josh and his team could be yours. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, Bean garter, soon to be Doran Mayhew. The new sign is up on the building. My man, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me.
0: Everything huge 24/7 at the huge show.net.
2: Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse, now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. How would you
1: like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at Show.net.
0: Join Van
1: Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. Be Brave goes beyond fundraising events. It's a community of passionate individuals supporting breast cancer awareness and honoring survivors. You can join everybody for a day filled with fun and exercise all while making a difference in the fight against breast cancer through supporting research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org to join this empowering event. That's VAI.org Show is back live across Michigan 19 radio stations. Strong for the one close to you. Go to the huge show.net. Big news this afternoon here within the last hour or so. NFL has reduced JMO's suspension, Jameson Williams, from six to four games. So he's eligible to play a week from Sunday against Carolina. Huge news for the Lions. Also, it's a big weekend in downtown Detroit. The end of one of the greatest careers to ever sport the old English D, Miguel Cabrera, full house, Daniela Bruce. Does a great job with the Tigers and the Wings. Radio, TV, she's standing by from the Motor City. How you doing, Daniela?
5: I'm great. Getting ready for a big weekend down at Comerica Park. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, yeah. Just uh, the Tigers fans are as good as any fans uh, in sports in America. And the send-off for Miguel and the homer, uh, yesterday, you know, I, I had a question earlier this week. Where does he rank on your all time Tiger list? And, you know, he's right there uh, with K Line as the greatest ever put on a Detroit
2: uniform.
5: Yeah, I mean, definitely. And I think there's some generational opinions there, too, because for me, the players that I actually got to watch and see and My experience of Tigers baseball, Miguel Cabrera is number one, and I'm I'm really excited about the way the city's embracing this weekend and the way that we're going to send him off into his retirement.
1: Well, what do you think is the most unique or special thing about this send-off weekend in downtown Detroit for Miggy?
5: Well, the most unique and special thing, you mentioned it, is the fans. The fans have made this so incredible in the way that they've sold out the ballpark. You can still get some limited tickets to tonight's game and tomorrow's game, but they are few and far between. And then Sunday is standing room only so the way that we are going to absolutely pack this ballpark when we know that there is no chance at the playoffs this year there is no chance at a division title none of that is in the picture but we know how great Miguel Cabrera was and how much he did for this city and the fact that this building is going to be absolutely packed so many people have put so much thought and time into how we're going to properly send him off and to just have that experience and everybody's going to feel like they're a part of something really special this weekend.
1: Yeah. The Miggy celebration weekend presented by Bally sports Tigers and their fans will pay tribute one final time to Miguel Cabrera. And there was news today announced that he's going to be a special assistant to the president. What will his role be when he's done playing?
5: You know, he, he actually spoke to us today just a little bit ago, and he said, I'm not quite sure yet. We don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing right now. He's just looking at playing this final weekend, getting into his retirement, but he's honored. He said he's so happy that Scott Harris was so open to having him so quickly and making that official before he's even done playing the game. But they're going to figure out exactly what his role is going to look like once they get through this weekend and into the off season.
1: Yeah, special weekend in downtown Detroit. Daniela Bruce from the Tigers and the Wings joining us here on the HUGE Show across Michigan. Before I let you go let's spend a few minutes on the Wings, I know they're now into the preseason schedule. Uh, from training camp, early preseason, uh, what's the most visually different thing you've seen at ice level when it comes to the 2023-2024 Wings? Oh.
5: The size and the depth of the forward core is something that I've definitely taken notice to. They did add some depth and size on the blue line as well. But when you look at guys like Christian Fisher, Daniel Sprong, Klim Kostin, and of course Alex Debrinkit, he doesn't exactly bring the size, which you will openly admit to, but he brings the speed and the the skill with him, but the size of the other three guys that I mentioned, they're not big flashy names. They're not going to go out there and score you 30, 40 goals a year, but they're going to grind and they're going to make it physical. And I think that's what the Red Wings needed. They need to be tough to play against. And that's going to be the biggest difference. I think this year, the way that we see the depth work through that forward core and the way that teams aren't going to want to play against them, that teams are going to have a difficult time using their superstars to score goals against this team. And it was, it was evident during training camp. I haven't been at a preseason game yet due to working Tigers, but from what I've watched on TV and the highlights that I've caught up with, they're looking like they're going to be a tougher team to play against and like their power play is going to improve. So it should be an exciting year for Red Wings fans.
1: Danielle, I always appreciate your time here. Enjoy the final weekend with Miggy with Bally Sports Detroit with the Tigers and also the Wings as they roll through their preseason schedule. Can't wait to see uh, them drop the puck on the upcoming season. Appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the weekend in the Motor City.
5: And thank you so much. Always a pleasure to join the show.
1: All right, Daniela Bruce, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess I'm Roast Umber Coffee. It's a craft coffee uh, roasted in Grand Rapids. They get their beans from Central America. Look for it at your local retailer. You can order it up online for your home or business. Go to roastumber.com. And they also have the Nitro Cold Brew in a can, which is canned right here in GR. Uh, it's the ultimate any time during the day. Wake up, drink, no additives, no sugars. Again, everything you need, look for Roastumber at your local retailer and order it up online at RoastUmber.com. I did share the story that I just saw that Mel Tucker is preparing a wrongful termination lawsuit against Michigan State after he was fired. So that's from Dean Straka uh, uh, from earlier. So no surprise there that he's going to file a wrongful termination lawsuit and try and get a settlement. But that headline is at CBS Sports. And the national negative headlines continue. Yet Michigan State has a game tomorrow night against Iowa on the field. Not the soap opera off it. 24-7 everything you need at thehugeshow.net.
0: Big. Bad. Huge.